Well, good morning and welcome to Noah's Window. If you've been with us at all uh, in our January series at New Spring, it's called I Wish I Could Blank. It's all about making changes in our lives that need to be made. And I've been trying to share principles that I believe will actually help us build an internal culture of change so that instead of trying to solve every challenge that we face on an individual basis with a different solution, it's understanding that God has principles that work in any situation where change is needed. In these messages, I've talked about three verses. Now, I hope you understand there are so many verses in the Bible that underscore all these concepts, but I know I can, with my ADD, I can handle like three verses better than I can handle 30 verses. It's better for me to have three verses that I absolutely wear out because you know, I know how important they are, and then I think about different things that happen in my life through the context of those verses. So for that reason, I've just given you three verses. And we're going to talk about the first one today, which is one of the most well-known verses in the Bible. It is Philippians chapter 4, verse 13, and I'm using the original, the authorized translation. Uh, it just simply says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And for me, Mary Alice, when I look at that verse, it, it's like it's in three sections. And you need all three sections for it to be true. If you just took that first section, I can do all things, it would be, it would be narcissistic insanity because clearly we can't do all things. And when it says all things, it doesn't mean that we can, we can come up with any kind of an imaginary task. I mean, I remember many times I've been asked the question, can, if God can do everything, can he make, can he make a rock so big he can't lift? Well, that's not a that's not a question that has to do with actual ability. That's a semantic question mm -hmm. that's framed semantically. So, uh, it's important for us to understand the, the context here. What it means is we can do anything that lies before us. That's any challenge that we, that we have that faces us in life, uh, definitely in regard to fulfilling God's will for our lives. But even if I look at it within that narrow purview, that narrow context. It would still be narcissistic for me to say I can do all things be because if life teaches us anything, there are things that we think we can do on our own that we can't do, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But as I said, there are three sections to that verse. It says, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength or who strengthens me. So you really need all three parts for that to be true, right? I mean, is, is that how you see that? Yeah, I see, I mean, I love the last part. He, he didn't say he was gonna do it instead of us. He's gonna work through us to accomplish these things. And, um, you know, we were just talking before we went on camera about the context here, because Paul's just described some pretty extreme situations he's been through, so he's had challenges yeah. to face. And he's saying, no matter what the challenges that I'm facing, I can do all things through Christ. I love this little book, as you know, Philippians. Any Bible of mine, Philippians, is worn out because it's a book about joy. It's a book about emotional health. Yeah. I mean, there, there are many things that are covered in the book of Philippians, but it's such a great book. Uh, for, for emotional health. I actually did a series <laughs> called Run, Forest, Run. I can't remember which year it was. It's been a while. It's been a while, but it's, it's on how to be happy. Mm -hmm. And it was actually just uh, a, a treatment of the book of like Philippians. Philippians. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it is interesting for me to look at this statement, uh, I can do all things through Christ. You know, there are so many verses in the Bible that have those words, through Christ. In fact, the Bible tells us that God forgives us through Christ. The Bible says in Ephesians that God saves us through Christ. So what I draw from this is Christ has so much extraordinary, miraculous power that we can do all things through him who gives us the strength. 
Hmm. Have you ever experienced something in your life, Marielis, where you felt like life called on you to do something? And when you looked at it, you thought, I can't do that. You know, but then you look you look back in retrospect after having done that and, and then you realized, okay, I, I, when, I, when, I, when I assess that, I thought about my own resources and my own strengths and I thought, well, I just don't have it in me to do that. And yet you did it and then you look back on it and you think, wow, God had to give me the strength. That's a really, really long I, list. <laughs> That's a really long list. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, Yes, I mean, I would say there hasn't been a day of my life I didn't feel yeah. overmatched with the situation or the challenge. Or, um, and and you've pushed me and ooched me into a lot of things that I knew I wasn't qualified to do. But um, I believed in you. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, here's the thing: if it isn't God working in me, it ain't going to happen because I don't bring any uh, abilities to the table. It's it's all God working in me. But He does work, though. I mean, Absolutely, He does. And I'm thinking, you know, backing up, I keep looking at the context, you know. But I think it's interesting right before we get to this passage that Paul says, and he's he's discussing some things here, but he says, keep putting into practice all you've learned and received from me, um, everything you've heard from me and saw me doing, then the God of peace will be with you. And I think that, you know, just is right before that, but I think that's important, especially with the context of what we're talking about. I think whatever that big thing is, we need to put in the blank. It's You can't isolate that from the fact that as a way of life, as our lifestyle, we need to keep putting into practice the things that we've already learned yeah. uh, and how to live a, a, a life that places the Lord. You know, there, uh, wow, Philippians 4 is an incredible chapter. Mm -hmm. It's a marvelous chapter. And there are some like mountain peaks on either side. Now, clearly 413 is a mountain peak. Maybe it's the highest. I don't know of this mm -hmm. chapter. But there are two mountain peaks on either side that in my way of thinking, it kind of frames Philippians 4.13. Because if you take that statement, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me, it might be one thing to believe that theologically. It might be something else for me to say, well, I'm going to tackle whatever this is that's in my blank because I believe this. So I've got to have some sort of practical uh, help for me. And I think it comes from those other two mountain peaks. Uh, the first one is in Philippians 4, 6, and 7 that tells us to not be anxious about anything, mm -hmm. but everything mm -hmm. by prayer and supplication is the old translation. It just means asking. Right. So if, if you say, well, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me, but where do I start? Well, we start back in verse 6 and 7. Mm -hmm. This is don't freak out about it, but pray about this. You know, may it be by prayer. And, and I, I think... Just such a huge verse. Uh, Stephen was telling me last week that Amazon keeps track of places that people mark in their Bibles and their electronic Bibles that are wow. that are with Amazon. And in 2017, the most marked verse in the Bible wasn't John 3:16. It was Philippians 4:6 4, 4. and 7. Mm. Oh, 6 you know? and 7. So wow. isn't that great? Wow. You know, that tell yeah. this. So, so that's the first bracket. You know, don't 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 freak out about stuff but make it a matter of prayer. Ask God for help. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, that verse goes on to say that the peace of God will actually garrison, you know, mm -hmm. it, protect your minds through Jesus Christ. So that's the first one. Then a verse, one of the first verses my dad taught me is the verse on the other side of Philippians 4.13, which is 4.19, mm -hmm. but my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in Christ Jesus. And well, then backing up right before that, in between in that sandwich, uh, right after the don't worry about anything, pray about everything, uh, Paul tells us what to think about. And that's right. that is that. so huge. I think that's part of my prayer every morning that God will 
fill me and control my thoughts because your thoughts are the seeds that everything else grows out of. You're, from your thoughts come your words and your actions and your attitudes. All those things grow from your thoughts. And so we can feel like sometimes we don't control that or we don't have any options there, but we do. We can control with God's help. We can think on the things that he tells us to think about. Yeah, one of the first acronyms from the computer world was G-I-G-O, garbage in, garbage out. Mm -hmm. Well, that didn't start in the computer world. That starts here in the Word of right. God because the Bible right. says, you know, treasure in, treasure out, garbage in, garbage out. And the Bible says if there's anything beautiful, worthy of spending your time on, you know, if there's anything that's noble, if anything is pure, mm -hmm. think on right. these things. things so that are worthy of praise. That would rule out a whole lot of television right there. But <laughs> right, that's yeah. another, that's a subject for another day. No, but I think it belongs here. Mm -hmm. Because if we say to ourselves, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. And yet at the same time, our minds feed on the junk of the world. Mm -hmm what we're doing is, is counterproductive to what we're doing. Well, and not only that, but really crowding God out. We're crowding the Holy Spirit out if we are thinking about the things that are that are dishonoring to Him and counterproductive to what it is we're asking. It, it, you know, we can't ask Him to help us with something and then, it, like we just talked about, be disobedient because Paul said, you know, you need to keep putting into practice what you've already learned. Yeah. So it, we can't well, expect God to do that if we're in rebellion. Let's talk about that for a moment because you and I... <laughs> We we talk we read of nutrition all the time and, mm -hmm. and there are sources that we have we highly trust and credential sources who are proven proven trustworthy. Now what I found is I can wander away from that and one of the things that helps me is you know I'll go back and watch those videos again mm -hmm. videos that mm -hmm. I watched three four mm -hmm. five years ago because I wandered away I need to be reminded of what works I need to be reminded of why I'm doing. We need what to be I'm reminded doing. of the benefits and the consequences. Those are and that's the reason why every day we should be in the Word of God. Mm -hmm. Every you know, every weekend that we're healthy and able, we should be in church. Mm -hmm. You know, having the Word of God fed into us because ultimately this high principle of I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me, we're going to have to keep beating our mind with so that, spiritual things. Right. So that's not just random that anybody can pluck that out and say, Hey, I wanna, you know, sell uh, a hundred or two hundred or houses or boxes or whatever, you know, I think it's more about this is part of our living the, the life that God has called us to live. And in that context, as we're living in obedience to him, then at that point he will strengthen us. Forever. Yeah. So this I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. It's not just a, a, a model that we say. Mm -hmm. It's got to be something that we actually live. It's got to right. be something that every day is part of our lives. We wake up in the morning saying that, not only saying that, but believing it, and then not only that, filling our lives with good things. You know, uh, I, my dad, of course, you know, you, you know my dad, you've mm -hmm. heard him preach so mm -hmm. many times, and you know, we've just been in each other's homes enough for you to know uh, how my dad believed in this, that he, you know, made, made prayer a constant part of his life and Absolutely. believing that God can yes. do things. I remember when I was a kid, my dad, my dad would often repeat the same illustrations. And even as a kid, I kind of fell in love with these illustrations. And I was always glad when he recycled them for a sermon. But dad loved to tell the story about a guy that wasn't a real story, I'm sure, but a guy that was had a, had a, a, a curable but fatal disease. And he went to the doctor and the doctor wrote a prescription and said, you know, here, take this and fill this and you'll live. Well, the guy fell in love with the prescription. 
And so he framed it and put it on his wall in his house. And when people came over, he said, I have the greatest doctor in the world. Look, look at this prescription he's written for me. You know, this, if I take this prescription, it will save my life. But he never filled the prescription and he died. Well, I don't know if that's true. I doubt if it's true. But there are Christians that sort of like fall in love with this language, but they never put it in practice in their lives. Wow. Well, we'll just stop right there today. Uh, Brianna and I could talk about this for a long time, but you know, if you're if you're looking at something in your life that needs to change, start here, and b- believe by faith. If it's something that needs to happen in your life, that you can do all things through Christ, who gives you the strength. It doesn't mean that you have it within yourself, but it means through Christ you have the ability to do whatever it is that you need to do in your life, whether it's be on time or work harder or read scripture or give or for becoming a forgiver. I mean, we could just go up and down the list of things that need to happen in our lives, even to just watching what we say and and being careful what we say and having encouragement come out of our mouth and and not uh, anger. There's so many things that we can talk about that we need to change. All of us know how to supply those and write them in the blank, but it's good to know that whatever it is, you can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. Well, tomorrow, Brielle and I'll be back with the middle verse of the three that I'm sharing with you from the book of Proverbs tomorrow, chapter 16. A great scripture, and I've got some things I can't wait to share. I can't wait to hear what you have to say about it. But Mary Alice, pray for us. Absolutely. Let's pray. Father, once again, we're just so thankful um, that you are a powerful God, that you have created everything, and that you hold it together, and that uh, you love us so much that as powerful as you are, And as busy as you are just keeping the universe together, that you care about all the details of our life. And I pray for everyone that's watching or listening today, that you would guide our thoughts, help us to remember how much you love us. And I pray that the Holy Spirit would guide us in uh, steps of wisdom to know what to put in that blank, Father. And to remember that as we look to you and as we serve you and as we put into practice all the things we already know um, about how to live a life that would honor you, I just pray that in that, Father, that you would supply, as you've promised to supply, the strength to make these things um, a reality in our lives. Because we want to do these things to honor you, Father, not for our own benefit, but because we know it honors you. And Father, so many who are watching or listening are struggling with very real situations right now that uh, they need your strength. And I just pray for each and every one that you would provide the strength that they need today to face whatever challenges they're facing. And we're going to give you all the praise and the glory and ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us on Noah's Window. You know, Mary Alice, last Monday, I think it was, we passed a milestone. We did. I think it was the 450th 450th. edition of Noah's Window. And so it gives Mary Alice and me a chance to thank you uh, for for keeping it it going. You know, so often you thank us for keeping it going. it can be a challenge sometimes, but you know, the reason why we do that is because you love it and you really are the ones who have kept this going. And we're looking forward to God willing more additions in the future and spending time together in his word. And of course, as always, we love hearing from you. Yes. Uh, whatever's on your heart and mind and uh, whatever you'd like to share with us means a lot. Absolutely. It really does. We'll be back tomorrow to open Proverbs chapter 16. Look at the middle verse of the three that we're looking at at New Spring each weekend. Looking forward to it. God bless. We'll see you soon. See you soon.